If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right. We are ready to spoil uh, Men in Black International. We have uh, recovered Andrew from the end of the actual Sif Pop episode. We're going to head in on and uh, do it. Just want to make sure this one's live first. So if you're watching this, welcome to what is the live video recording of the spoilers. Uh, it does look like it's live. I'm getting an ad now here. So it uh, should be going live for people. I'm going to say something in the chat. Welcome to the spoilers. And then we'll uh, we'll make sure we're good. Yeah, looks like we're good, Andrew. Nice. You, you okay? What? You all right? You okay? Ready to do some split? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Andrew has found his happy place. We're gonna talk some uh, some spoilers for Men in Black International. Uh, and I don't know that I have a ton to say about it. And, you know, it's funny when we do spoilers for movies we don't like, there's not as much to say. Um, just because normally there's not that much to unpack. Right, right. Well, and that's part of the reason we didn't but like this movie. The, if you've seen the first movie, you've seen this one. Well, and everything in this movie is so predictable, it almost spoils itself. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, obvious, so let's start obvious there. Obvious bad guy is obvious. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know the last time I saw a villain or bad guy that was supposed to be a surprise. Oh, there's the bad guy that was this in blazing lights from the very beginning. Yeah. This, this is the mole, you know, there's a mole guys. Who's it going to (laughs) be? Were we, were we supposed to think that it was the other guy with the glasses? Apparently they thought we were that stupid. I don't, I, it made no sense to me whatsoever. You know what, if it turned out to be him, you know, the guy that they were playing as, you know, the obvious mole. That would have been interesting because it would have been weird. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, you know, I thought they were just, you know, making it obvious that it was him. But here's the here's the other thing about this movie focusing on uh, the mole. What? Uh, The other thing about (laughs) this movie focusing on the mole Mm -hmm. is that it absolutely destroys the the villain part of this movie as well, because we never they talk about the hive. 
who's not really the villain in this movie. Um, I mean, they are, but they are. I mean, we barely see whatever this the hive thing is at the end. And through the whole movie, all we hear is that they were defeated once before, you know, before thanks to our, you know, their wits and their series seven, you know, neuralizers or whatever or yeah. guns. Um, so, man, I just this movie does not set anything up and pay it off well. No, at all. Yeah. So many useless plot and settings like the whole thing with uh, Hemsworth's ex was completely pointless. Yeah. The whole thing with the speeder bike scene. Why did uh, Camille Nanjiani's little character even need to exist in this movie? Uh, it's comic relief. That's yeah. it. That's the reason that character exists. And I mean, as for that, I actually enjoyed Pawnee. I thought Pawnee was okay um, because I thought he was funny a couple times. But that's the only reason he exists. You're right. There is no plot reason. For yeah. him to exist. And why did they get massacred? I thought that... they I, Did I miss something as to why they were destroyed? I don't think so. I just... I, I think... I, I don't know why. Yeah. Like, why did Pawnee and all of his little... Because they talked to the two twin DJ mm-hmm. dubsteppers. Right. And... Uh, and then they left. But then the next time we see them, they were destroyed. Yeah, they must have must have killed them all. After they got what they wanted. Rude. Or to get what they wanted, maybe. I don't know. The movie doesn't, doesn't really yeah. go into it. So they're bad guys, but they're not bad guys. So what am I supposed to feel for them? Like, See, that's <laughs> the other thing, too. You're, I mean, I think you're supposed to... Like, the movie chooses a weird time to reveal the information to you that you already knew, by the way. Um, <clears throat> oh, about Liam Neeson being the bad guy? Yeah. yeah. In, in that, you know, they've just killed off these quote unquote bad guys that we're supposed to think are working for the hive who are <sighs> really just only trying to protect their own civilization, right? Yeah. And so immediately, everything before in the movie is reversed. And all of a sudden, you feel awful. Like, that's like you, you the movie wants you to celebrate the death of the bad guy. And then takes it back from you and goes, ha ha, you celebrated the death of good people, yeah. movie watcher. Like, what a weird, what a weird way to but do that. But they weren't good people. Right, no, they, they, yeah. They killed the janitor guy and right. stole him, cloned right. him rude. Then they went to that party to kill that one alien guy, but they had to do some break dancing first, you know, because uh-huh. of priorities. Right. And then uh, they killed him, again, rude. Mm-hmm. And then they killed, I guess, all of Pawnee's people. So were they really good people? No, 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 they were They were, they were pragmatic people, I think, is what we're supposed to believe. Like, they were just trying to do whatever it takes to save their The greater world. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's, uh, yeah, very frustrating. Yeah. I'm just keep going back to, I don't understand Chris Hemsworth's character's motivations. Is he trying to be an archer, bumbling idiot who just gets away with everything, and how does that character develop and change throughout so the So here's what movie? I think we're supposed to believe. We're supposed to believe that he was a hotshot agent, and then because of what happened with the neuralization of him at the, the big Battle of the Hive or whatever, where um, the Liam Neeson character got turned, yeah. that that changed him. And now he's... Like, doesn't quite know who he is. He's different. He's a bumbling. He, like, something's missing. Like, a piece of him is missing. And so he's not as good as he used to be. Kind of, I think that's what we're supposed to get out of it. Mm. But I don't think the movie does a great job at 
building that case because it wants to save that information as the big final reveal yeah. and have that big moment in the elevator where it's like, oh, you were neuralized. Yeah. Well, duh, how long have we known that since looking at the poster and it's like, you know, he keeps repeating the Series 7 yeah. you know, thing or whatever. It's like, I don't know. The, the movie, the audience is so far ahead of the movie and that's just not. The, that's not no, the right order. That's not good storytelling. <laughs> you want the audience to figure it out when you want it to be figured out, not beforehand. Yeah. So, Arrival. That's how you do a plot reveal. Yes. Fight Club. That's how you do a plot reveal. Yeah. I could go on and on. Men in Black International. Not how you do a plot reveal. It's pretty much not how you do anything. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's not how you movie. It's, it's not how it's you movie. It's a bad example of how to movie. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some specific things, uh, Dark Phoenix wise. Uh, the Oh, yeah. The yeah. Phoenix Force is in this movie. Uh, it is basically those those twins who come down. <laughs> yeah. Like the effect on, like, didn't it look like the same colors and yeah. nebulous effect as the Phoenix Force? Yeah. From in, in the fact that they come down and take, you know, the same shape as the people that they kill. Yeah. Um, it was just really fascinating I to mean, me. I mean, the aliens in Dark Phoenix didn't have names either, so... <laughs> That's right. It could be the same, you know. Right? And they're Shared about universe. as pointless. Yeah. And about as, <laughs> as pointless, too. It's got to be the same ones. It's got to be. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I was surprised by how, you know, the whole, um, you know, X-Men, why do, you know, why do we call it X-Men when the women are the ones saving you guys around here and... And, and then she has that conversation with Emma Thompson. That doesn't make sense at all because how many movies was it that Logan was the one who saved the day? Well, I'm just saying the jokes are the same, right? Here in, they Men, are in, the same, in yeah. Men in Black, Tessa's like, really, Men in Black? And Emma Thompson's like, yeah, I tried. It's a thing. Oh, yeah, Emma Thompson, you forget she's in this movie because she's about as useful as that swamp thing cancellation. Yeah, she, she just <laughs> she just offers bookends. Yeah. You know, she looks good. I love I love her her Men in Black attire. Just looking sure. dapper. Yeah. You know? Hey, I'm just trying to find good things to say. There yeah. she is. There she look is. Look at her looking good. I love yeah. the white hair. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. It's yeah. very cool. See, here's the thing. You look at this on a uh, on a uh, audio podcast. You look at this. And uh -huh. <laughs> See, look at that. It's working. Look at, look at it's that technology. It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> um, no, That's my John Travolta, by the way. It's oh. crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, I know uh, generally you look at this movie and you go, oh, that looks fun. That looks interesting. The technology looks cool. You know, the set design looks awesome. And it just, there's nothing to back it up. So anything no. else you want to talk about? Any other details? Uh, so was Liam Neeson in there the whole time then? Cause at the yeah. end he kind of did the run away, Chris, you know, that kind of thing. No, I think he was infected by the hive the whole time. Right. Yeah. So that giant alien insect thingy was stuck in him that whole time. Part of it or something. Yeah. The yeah. movie doesn't really say, Andrew. Yeah. That's the whole, like, okay. I mean, it's just like. So. And then the final, the final battle that she's supposed to have this big moment at is when she just shoots, she just shoots it, right? Yeah. She just shoots the gun at it. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. At 100%. Why did she have to get sucked in there? Like, it seemed like the movie was trying to say she had to get sucked in there to know something. But she didn't but she, know, learn anything. No, she didn't learn anything. Like, I, Yeah, it was trying to say, like, uh, you are where you need to be. The universe yes. has a way of putting where you're supposed yes, to be. thank you. I couldn't remember, because it means nothing. It does. It literally means nothing literally to this movie. 
And so I had totally forgotten that was the line. But yes, that's the line that the movie's trying to feed you some sort of meaning or theme, right? Yeah, the, the, the universe. Fate, or, yeah, you know, the universe so. has you where you need to be. But she wasn't where she needed no, to be. She had nothing to do with it. Where she needed to be was back out of that <laughs> hole to shoot in the hole. I mean, are we being obtuse? Is there something she learned in there that, I, I, like. Are we supposed to think because she went in there and now the universe had her where she needs to be that she knew where to aim for because it was just a big cylinder? Just aim for the middle of the cylinder. Like, you know, it's just a beam. I don't understand. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the Hive's thinking for this entire movie. They go to Paris. What was it? Five years ago, something like that. Mm -hmm. The initial time. They capture Liam Neeson and then they decide, guys... Let's wait five years, because I bet there's going to be an alien that brings a weapon here that we can use in five years. So we're just going to chill, and we're going to run the Men in Black International. Until we find it. Until we find this weapon. And then we're going to have this whole conspiracy with the mole go on, and then we're going to have them bring that weapon to us. And then we're going to go back to that same portal we used five years ago and go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. We know nothing about the hives. Yeah. You know what they want to do. So, I mean, they couldn't even make it as simple as we're bad. We need to destroy the earth. They tried to make it, you know, smart, but they ended up making it more stupid than just a simple I'm bad. So villain, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Because at least in the first Men in Black, you had a giant cockroach. He's like, I don't like people. That's, well, right. Yeah. In it doesn't one, have to be complex. It can be simple. Yeah. It just in has to one, mean something. In this one, you had a giant cockroach. He's like, I don't like people who make me wait five years to do what I want and then go home with cool gun. But the difference is we, we got to meet, you know, the Edgar suit. You know what I mean? Like, we, we got to understand... That character and actually know who he was. The hive is never really a part of this till the end, and even yeah. then, we don't know anything about him. Yeah, we know that Edgar liked bugs. Yeah, you don't 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 squash bugs, David Cross. <laughs> if David Cross, you squash those bugs, he's going he's going to eat you. Uh, I think I'm done. I think I'm done talking about Men in Black International. Yeah, I think we can leave this one in the past and just move on to hopefully hopefully better movies. Yeah, the rest of the summer. No, swamp. come on, 2019. No swamp thing. <laughs> come on 2019 give us something to love uh thank you for checking out the sip spoil we'll be back next week with spoilers on toy story 4 uh and we will see you then bye also thank you for watching live okay bye as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com podcast that's indeed.com podcast terms and conditions apply